You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., episode number 442. Just like if you were to start wholesaling, mm-hmm. right? Think about all the momentum. It's like the snowball, the top of the hill, yep. and then you push it down, mm-hmm. frosty, mm-hmm. and he starts getting bigger and bigger and bigger. It's just like that with, with, with wholesaling. Yeah. So when you, whenever you do something new, you want to start karate, you want to start weightlifting, you're going to put a lot of energy in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But once you go in, like, you know, we were talking about, you were picking on me. I'm almost 50. Yeah. Right. I'm in the best shape of my life. Right. I didn't get there in a week. Right. Right. I started the habits five, six, seven years ago, eating healthier and, and then training more. And, and, and now I'm always reading books and it's just a way of life. Yeah. So, but once you get that going, mm-hmm. then it's easy. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. Investor Grit presents Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. Welcome everybody to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast, America's number one podcast for new real estate investors, where we know that finding discounted properties is the most proven path to financial freedom. I am your host, Brent Daniels, Mr. TTP, and I am telling you, if I can do it, so can you. So let's get started. Today, I am absolutely thrilled because in studio, in the TTP studio here, I have somebody that has done over a thousand, a thousand flips over the last 20 years. I'm going to pull out all of his tips, all of his hot hacks, all of the things that are going to help you either get your first deal or really explode your business. So with that, it is my pleasure to introduce Mr. Brian Kingdesky to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. Say hello. Hello. How you doing? I am excited. I'm excited. I'm excited to be here, man. So we got to know each other by a local mastermind here. Yes. and that was really, I mean, top, top level guys. Yep. And then you joined the TTP program. Yep. You wanted to get some more proactive activities into yep. your business. But you've been doing this since 2001? Yeah, that's, yeah, bought my first kit in 2001. So not only that, and when you say kit, you're saying like education educational, or training or yeah. something. Yep. So you've seen everything. I mean, you've gone been. from great economies to yes. terrible economies to great economies yes. again. Like... Talk to me. How did you even get into real estate investing? Because this is interesting, and it's something that Cody Hoffine texted me today, and it's something that I really think is interesting. The, he sent me two questions, uh-huh. okay? Why did you get into this, and what outcome were you hoping to achieve? So why did I get into it? So I was, I told you I, I owned a bunch of Subway restaurants, and we were at a marketing conference, and it was Rory Fat, and he was joined with Ron Legrand, who was ancient at the time. Ron Legrand, yeah. Right? Still so, around. yep, he got on stage and he offered his course for fourteen ninety five, And it was, you know, he had three different ones, the green, the red, and the blue. And it was the least, least to own and least options. And, you know, the old way we used to get deals. Yeah. So, so I bought the stuff and I'm like, man, I want to, I want to just buy this. And I it just garbage down it all. I ate it all. I just watched it all. And, and then we actually put the stuff in play and we were, you know, we were finding houses and, and rent to owns and we mm-hmm. get renters in there and collect the down payments. And, and that's kind of how it, how it all started. So right. 
I bought it because I wanted to get out of the, the rat race that I was in. So yes, I own Subway restaurants, but I was entrenched in the day-to-day operations. So I ended up having six restaurants and I was basically, you know, I bought myself a job. Yeah. So I was tied to it. That's a tough job too. Yeah. And I had, you know, employees and I loved the people business. I loved the food business, but it was your employees, you know, it was, it was tough. And then just, they're still, you know, you own your own business, but I, I couldn't grow like mm. I wanted to grow because corporate, you know, they tell you when you get your next door and where it is. So I just wanted to get out of the rat race and I just, always thought real estate was the way. Yeah. So I just bought it and I devoured it and I started doing it. And then, you know, that went to from, you know, doing the lease to owns. And then we started getting our, our first flip, mm-hmm. you know, and back then we were flipping houses and I had a couple of private investors and, you know, they knew that I was doing it and, and they were friends and family and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So they entrusted me. So we did one and then we'd sell it and we'd do another one and then you do you know, a flip. I do a flip. Yeah. So, so this is really it. interesting. So in, in the beginning to get the capital that you needed, you didn't have it from like a big savings account. You Nothing. went to your friends and family and said, Hey, listen, yep. I'm doing this real estate thing now yep. and I've got an opportunity. Were you going out and finding the deals yourself in the beginning or were people bringing it to you? Uh, so real estate agent? like yeah, So back in the day is when the auctions were really well, working, yep. working well. So, you know, I needed a house. Mm-hmm. I'd go down the auction. I actually had a guy down there, Tom. I, I think he's actually still doing it. Yeah. He just texted me the other day. He said, you buying houses? I'm like, yeah, it's funny. You just text me. So I, I needed a house. I'd fix it. And then we'd sell it. And I'd, I'd call him. I'm like, all right, man, let's do this. I need, a, I need a house. So then he'd give me another house. And then that kind of dried up. And then, you know, that's when the whole when the market crashed. Yeah. And- so when everybody listening to this, and if you're listening to this, you can watch this on my YouTube channel, Brent Daniels Real Estate on YouTube. Definitely put a face with a voice. But when he's talking about buying properties at auction, you're talking about the trustee sales. You're talking about the foreclosure auctions. So these are people that can't pay their mortgage. They're good. The bank is going to take them back, but they put them through an auction to see if they can just unload them and get what they wanted out of it without having to actually own it. And and now they own these assets and then they have to get rid of them. Right. Yeah. So you're bidding at the auction, getting some deals, flipping them and you were just one by one. One by one, and then I got one by one, and it's more led money. To a thousand. Yes. So, so basically, you've got more money, and you know, you kind of people know what you're doing, and they build trust in you, and and, well, and and that's the interesting thing, Brian. So, as you're doing this, uh-huh. are you being loud about it to people that are around, or people talking about it at barbecues, or you just like no? They just know that you're just, you're doing flips. Yeah. They just kind of know. And then sometimes the, the investors talk and stuff like that. So it's just living life and mm-hmm. people know what you do. And, and it's like, a you know, the same reason why I got into it, they want to get into it. Oh, real estate's a good investment. Yeah. And it's not like the stock market where, you know, you're not tied, you don't get an actual asset. So th- they're happy that they can invest in a house that they, it's collateralized by the house and yep. they can foreclose on me and they own the house. So, so this they're is, happy about that. So the people that you raise money from, they actually were on they're title. The bank. They're the bank. Were they, did yeah. they go on title? We, we own the home, okay. but they're like Bank of America, or Wells Fargo. We set yep. up a first deed. I have a whole system on how I do it yep. to make sure they're protected because right. they're friends and family. I sure. care more about them than, you know, if I lose some money, I'm okay with that, but I don't want them to ever lose right. money. So I'm, I'm paranoid about but that. But I don't want people to get too distracted yes. by your flips because yes. this is the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. I know, And you I know. do five to whatever wholesales a month, yep. right? Yep. When did you start realizing that wholesaling was an opportunity for you? 
So, man, there's like, like we talked about before, I feel like I lived so many different lives. So we were doing one fixie flipsies at a time. And then that's when the market was taken off, mm -hmm. you know? And so then we were able to get loans in our name by just breathing on a mirror. Right. Like I had so many homes in my name. My wife, who didn't have a freaking job, right. had loans in her name. Right. Right. Yeah. So when everything came crashing down, we lost some houses, mm -hmm. you know, we had some million dollar specs and you were just, things were crazy, right? Crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah. So basically there was about a six month time frame where I went silent, mm. right? Reevaluated everything. Yeah. Got more education, started learning, reading, doing the stuff that I kind of, you know, you get, Oh, you're, you're, I'm fine. I'm doing this. I got this right. Yeah. But when you stop you're learning and you're reading and all that stuff, then you get, you know, get a little crazy. So, right. so then I got, you know, I went to my guy, I'm like, all right, man, I'm ready to do this. So we went and got our first house. I was like, man, if I can just make like five or 10 grand, you know, get your head above. That'll be good. Yeah, you know, yeah. it was probably whatever, 2007, 2008. Yeah. And ended up, you know, the house that I got from auction had some extra square footage and we ended up making 30. Mm. Right. And mm -hmm. then that started basically launching it from there. Okay. So a lot of what got me into doing more wholesaling was basically the whole thing at the auctions dried up. Mm -hmm. So then everything I've learned for the last 10 years and all the information that I bought, I'm like, man, I got to put this in play. I got to send out postcards. Yeah. I got to start whatever door knocking all the marketing, sourcing, your own sourcing deals. my own deals. Right. So once we started sourcing our own deals, then, you know, all of a sudden we have, we have a surplus, right? Mm -hmm. So I, a lot of the houses that I buy, I've got investors and they want their money in play. So I'm putting their money in play, you know, right now as we're talking current date. Yeah. So, but there was a surplus. And so, you know, and then whatever, two years ago, year and a half ago, I bought your information and then boom, we're talking to people and yeah. that opened up like a whole nother world for us, right. you know, with more deals and stuff like that. Well, and we talk about on this podcast a lot that the, the foundation of real estate investing is sourcing your own deals, mm -hmm. right? And yes. doing it consistently and watching what's working, what's not, because technically you were sourcing your own deals yeah. at the foreclosure yeah. auction, but there's a lot of competition yeah. there, or yeah. you're relying on people that are, have to, are going through foreclosure. There was only three or four big guys at the time, right? And they owned it, and they're still doing it, right? Some of them, you know, right? And they, if they, someone new came down, so that's why I had a company do it, yeah, do it for me. But so. then you had to source your own. Yeah. And what I'm saying is, if you build the skill, and this, I'm talking to everybody out there on the podcast, if you build the skill of sourcing your own deals, you have the opportunity, and we'll get into yeah. it, to do whatever you want. You can take that property down and flip it. You can wholesale it. You can wholesale it. You don't even have to buy it, and you can assign your rights to somebody else and make the spread on it, and you can keep it in your portfolio. Yeah. I mean, but being able to source your own deals puts you in the driver's yeah. seat of being able to have those opportunities yeah. as opposed to somebody constantly yeah. feeding you or uh, an auction feeding yeah. you. And when that dries up, all of a sudden, now you have to yeah. figure everything out. And I, and I think the people that um, the, the fear for the new person is, you know, oh, I'm going to get this house under contract. What do I do with it? Right. If you have a deal, you don't need to worry about that. So talk about that. You'll, you'll be able to get rid of it. Right. If you don't even know anybody in this world, post it on Craigslist. Right. You'll find somebody. I have a friend posted on the MLS, like you said, hotel in it. You know, go in there in the weekend with your family, clean it, sweep it, put a plug in and hotel it. Right. If it's in good condition. And I want to talk about that. Yeah. I mean, 
Because I think wholetailing is getting it is. It is becoming more popular. Yep. Because there's no inventory yeah. on the traditional market. It's crazy. There's none. So what you can do is if you you can close on this property, yeah. clean it up, literally just clean it up and put it right on the MLS yeah. with the real estate agent. You can negotiate with the real estate agent so you're not paying them a ton, or you can even do like a flat fee listing service with some of the different companies out there. And all of a sudden now you're exposed to the biggest buyer pool out there. And a lot of these properties, as long as they're not totally destroyed, can get conventional financing. When you open it up to conventional financing, it's just way more buyers than if you're just trying to sell it to a cash buyer database. It is. And and it goes back again. They're like, well, how do I hotel it? I don't have the funds. If you got a deal, you got a deal. You just... Reach out and you'll find people that. Who would you reach out to? Give people advice on it. I mean, they're right now. One of the things that has helped in the last, you know, three or four years. No money. There's new financing out there. Like I was talking about before the show. Yep. My hard money lender, one of the guys I use, he has a 90-90 program. Mm-hmm. So he funds 90% of your purchase. Yep. And then he funds 90% of the repairs. Is that just in Phoenix here? He's in Seattle also, but okay. ma- mainly in the Phoenix area. Okay. But I can tell you right now, uh, I haven't looked, but I'm sure there's other, because there's so much money out there mm-hmm. right now. So I'm sure there's people that have those programs on a national level. Yeah. So, and we can do some digging and try to find those for, for out of state. So basically... Before, when you were getting in the fix and flip business, you needed a good 50, 60, 70 grand. Right. Now you can, you know, you got 20, 25, you know, 30 grand, you're a flipper. And that's a lot easier to raise from family and friends yeah. than the 60, 70, 80. Yeah. 20,000, 30,000 is a lot easier. Yeah. And then you can get the financing for the purchase and for the, the repairs. repairs. Yeah. Right? So when you're doing one deal back then with that money you needed for one deal, now you can do two at a time. Yep. Right. Awesome. So the goal, you know, it's like if you can get to three at a time, then there's freedom. Like there, you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Like right. Even at one at a time, like if you're, you know, you close a deal and you're wholesale and wholesale is great. It's literally the eighth wonder of the world. Mm-hmm. Right. So I always say, why not wholesale and fix and flip? So you, you do a wholesale, you get a five or $10,000 pop. It's great. But yep. when you get a 20 to $30,000 pop, yep. that's takes the pressure off. Right. Oh man, I got this credit card I want to pay off. You know, I've been dying to get my kids, you know, I want to get out of this job. I want to get out of this job. I mean, there's so much you can do when you have those big chunks. You know, doing what I do, you've done it before. You know, if you haven't done it, it can be overwhelming, right? But nowadays there's, you know, there's people that are doing it that that can help you basically break the learning curve down. So, and there's, and then you got YouTube and, you know, watching all your stuff online. I mean, there's so much education now. Back, Mm -hmm. back when I was doing it, we didn't really have, it was, you know, you buy a, buy a three ring binder with kits and and DVDs. You guys know what a DVD is, (laughs) right? Right. You watch them and and that's how we did it. But we had a, we had a three ring binder with the pages and we just filled out the course and stuff. And that's how we used to do it back in the day. And we don't call it education here. We call it instruction. Instruction. With wholesaling. Okay. No, but it's really interesting. And you make a point. I just want to explain something real quick. When when Brian's talking about raising uh, or, or getting money from private lenders, just think of it like this. Our economy right now, there's a lot of people making a lot of money in whatever it is, whether they be business owners, whether they be attorneys, whether they be doctors, whether they be highly paid professionals, whatever. And not everybody wants to put it into the stock market. So what they do is they put it with private money lenders that'll give them whatever, a 7 to 10% return, which they love. So when he says that there's a lot of money in the market, that's where it's coming from. It's coming from the excess 
that people are getting from their businesses or their jobs or whatever that the economy as it's rolling naturally produces. And that's where this money's coming. And then that's what you're using to be able to fix and flip and yeah. use that money. So that's just a kind of a, a little background on, well, what does he mean by there's a lot of money right now? That's yeah. what we mean by yeah. it. So how do you determine which properties you want to wholesale, which ones you want to wholesale, and which you want to uh, flip? Because yeah. you have a different process yeah. than most. So when I get into a deal, because we've done so many, it's just like the, the batter. You know, you're playing baseball yeah. and you've been playing baseball for 20 years. How many pitches have you seen? Right, Thousands. Thousands. Yeah. Same with us. We've been doing it for a long time. How many deals have we seen? Right. Yeah. So we can analyze it. And, and there's areas like East Valley. I love Mesa and mm-hmm. Apache Junction. Yeah. So you send me a, a Mesa you deal. Know. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to look. I'm going to buy it. You know, sometimes on the phone, I mm-hmm. buy it without even how many square feet in, right. feet. What's your cross streets? Now, did you, standing? Get, did, you get, did you develop this skill from experience? It's at-bats, yeah. Okay. It's like you're just seeing houses. So somebody know. that's new that's listening to this, how do they understand what an opportunity is? It's simple. Whether you buy it or you don't buy it, you take it from the beginning to the end. Okay. So say you're going to send somebody a deal that's new. Yeah. Right? They're going to look at it. They're going to analyze it. What do I think it's worth, right? No, say that they, somebody sourced it themselves. Okay. They, they pick so, up the phone. Okay. They cold call yeah. somebody. Somebody says, yes, I do want to sell. Yeah. Now they're looking at it. Is this a deal or no deal? That's the biggest yeah. question. Yeah. As we get started, deal or no deal? Yeah. Deal or no. I mean, that's easy. I mean, I know what it's going to look like as a flipper. Yeah. So as a wholesaler, it's it's two different worlds. But the point is, whether you you should go look at every house, okay. you should go on every appointment, okay. and whether you get the deal or not, you're following it to the end. So right. say somebody else got it, what did that fixer, that guy that flipped it, actually sell it for, right? right. So you can see the whole picture, and you just got to you got to do everything all the time. So you can't like nowadays, I'm not going to go look at every house because I look at the numbers on the computer and it's not, if they don't add up, I'm not looking, but you should go look at every house. You like, it's just getting that picture. You can't get the whole theory. I think I saw somebody have the book on traction. Mm -hmm. They talk about 10,000 hours. Yeah. So you have to get 10,000 hours under your belt in any field Mm -hmm. in order to become a professional. You've got that 10,000 yeah. hours, yeah. right? Yeah. You've done it. Since 2004. Yeah. yeah. You've learned all the mistakes and you've done it. So that's the 10,000 hours. Like, you know, whenever I'm talking to somebody, it's like, I literally you forget most mm-hmm. of the stuff that you know, mm-hmm. right? And so when we talk, we talk at a level where we don't remember the stuff because we just have done it so much. Right. So, Do you ever go, you know what? I'm going to wholesale this thing out. I'm going to push the price mm-hmm. on this thing. And it just goes... Yeah, I mean that's there's Isn't there's it crazy? it's crazy. There's times when I'm sending out a house, yep. you know, and I'm like, this is no brainer. It's a great deal, crickets. Right. There's times when you send it out and you think, man, no one's going to buy this, yep. and they do. See, it's that's crazy. the point that I wanted to get to because I think a lot of people are too stuck mm-hmm. in I got to know how to comp and I need to know how to do you know I need all these resources to be able to yep. know if this is a deal or not, and truly. Lock up the deal, yeah. send it out, yeah. let your cash buyers educate yeah. you. You know what I mean? How much of that? When, when you're wholesaling, like I'm a gambler, yeah. I love to play Texas Hold'em and poker, yep. you're on a free roll. Mm-hmm. Okay, You just won $500 right now. The rest of the weekend's a free roll. Yeah, Take some chances. You send it out. You have nothing to lose. I love that. Yeah, You have nothing to lose. Right. So back to your question. So when we go into a deal, okay, if I'm going to take the deal on, I'm buying it yeah. as a fix and flipper, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm putting up my earnest money. So it depends on, I've got five or six crews. So I got to look at how much money do I need to put in play, mm-hmm. what my crews can handle, 
and then I determine if I'm going to wholesale it or take it down. Got it. If I go to say I'm going to wholesale this one and I can't wholesale it, I just take it down. Yeah. So I look at it a little different. But again, as a wholesaler, you're thinking about the end in mind. That's a good wholesaler. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the best way, if you can make this change in your wholesaling business, if you can have the house sold before you bought it. Mm-hmm. So the way I look at it, I look at it a little different than the other wholesalers. Okay. okay? So my dad worked for Carrier. Okay. For many, many years. Air conditioning. Yep. He was yep. an account manager. Okay. Right. So I look at that like wholesalers, my buyers are my accounts, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I rather have five, six, seven guys that buy mm-hmm. than 40,000 names on my email list. Got it. Right. And these guys, I take care of them. Okay. I take them golfing. Yep. Take them to dinner. Yep. We have fun. Mm-hmm. Right. And so they're my buyers. Yeah. So I find a house. And this is counterintuitive. It is. talk about sending it out to everybody, right? The Keegley model of thousands and thousands and thousands. But what you're saying is I've got relationships with these guys. Once I get it to them, I know that they're going to close. Do you think you leave money on the table? I probably do. Yeah. But again, you think about the whole account rep, okay? So you got 10 people that each person may be a $100,000 client. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So I take care of them, but they call me. They're like, Hey man, my house is about ready to, I just fixed it. It's on the market. I got an offer. I'm ready for a new one. I'm out looking for a house for them. So you're almost reverse wholesaling. wholesaling. Yep. But you do that, man, your world changes. Sure. And and really the platform of this podcast, and we talked about it in my office before we stepped in here was you're like, Brent, I have to encourage your audience, the wholesalers Mm -hmm. out there to be doing yes. a flip yes, at least one at all times yes. or at least get going because this is going to get them big, 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 big yeah. checks. And especially if they're, you know, if they are doing a part-time, yeah. if they've got a job, if they need a big, just a, a ton of income coming in, yeah. right? I mean, that's really your your message yeah. here is, hey guys, wholesaling is great. It's phenomenal. It's a free roll. It's, it's but listen, do a flip. Yeah. Get into that. And I think what scares a lot of people is I don't know the contractors. Yeah. I don't know what to pick out. Yeah. I don't know how to manage it. I don't have the money. Yeah. Right? Yeah. These are common things. Yeah. So So just like if you were to start wholesaling, mm-hmm. right? Think about all the momentum. It's like the snowball, the top of the hill. Yeah. And then you push it down, mm-hmm. frosty, mm-hmm. and he starts getting bigger and bigger and bigger. It's just like that with, with, with wholesaling. Yeah. So when you, whenever you do something new, you want to start karate, you want to start weightlifting, you're going to put a lot of energy in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But once you go in, like, you know, we talked about, you were picking on me. I'm almost 50. Yeah. Right. I'm in the best shape of my life. Right. I didn't get there in a week. Right. Right. I started the habits five, six, seven years ago, eating healthier and, and then training more. And, and then now I'm always reading books and it's just a way of life. Yeah. So, but once you get that going, mm-hmm. then it's easy. So, like I said, you can easily train, find some guys on, you know, you post an ad on Craigslist. Mm-hmm. We've done that before when we need, when we have so many houses, we need new people. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. People want to work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I have a whole system of how I do that. Yeah. But anyways, you do that, you find that person, right? It's just, you test them. Mm-hmm. It's like dating a girl. Yeah. Right. You go out with your contractor. Yes. You, you go yeah. on a date. Yeah. Right. You try him on a first house or her. Yeah. If you got a handy woman, you sure. know, but you, you try them and if they don't work, you find a new one. Got it. But 
I tell you what, they're going to work. Like mm-hmm. we've had success, right? So once they do one house, next house, you're spending half the time, right? right? You do another house, right? Your time and time is less. And we buy, we have a whole buying criteria. Mm-hmm. So we buy homes that I always say, there's a thousand people that want to buy a home. I want to appeal to all of them if I can. Right. So I don't do anything odd. Yeah. I don't buy in you know, weird areas. I don't buy 500 square foot houses. I don't buy one bedroom, one baths. I don't buy near a train tracks. I right. buy where most people want to live. Got it. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's rule number one. That's rule number one. Yeah. So, and talk to me because your son just got his first deal. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, he, he bought his first house for his first personal residence. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So this is crazy, man. I, I just had this, this idea back in the day in, in my, in my head that, you know, I wanted to help my kids be financially free. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when I, I went to school, I played baseball, you know, I had, I had shoulder surgery. And so then the last year, you know, my dad lost his job and there was some, a little bit of, you know, gap there mm-hmm. that I went into student loans. I got student loans. I went into debt. So having student loans starting off and then I got married. And then when you start off life and you have this debt, mm-hmm. it's just, it's tough. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want, I don't want that to happen. So what I did is I, you know, created an LLC for my kids okay. back four or five years ago. They're all members of the LLC, right? And so we had this plan all along, like, okay, we're going to get, make sure that they have a company and this company has been flipping houses for years. Mm. Okay. Okay. It's built up money. So now they have tax returns, right? Okay. So then we had the old, um, credit hurdle. So then they were additional signers on our credit cards. They got my son got his first car. So he got a small car loan, right? Mm-hmm. Just to build credit, sure. right? So we got the credit piece. We got the income piece. Yeah. Obviously I started and you're, you're closer to my age, I guess, and a lot of our viewers, yeah. but I started working when I was young. Yeah. You know, I was a caddy. I was the big guy. So I carried two bags on a golf course, right? I started when I was 12, 13, 14 years old. And then I worked in the hotel industry, but I've always worked. I taught my kids the same thing. Mm. So they know like if they want something, they don't ask me. Right. They work and they have their own money. Yeah. Right? So they've got jobs, they've got credit, they got this company, right? So what we did was there's some steps you gotta make sure you're doing this the right way. But basically the hard money lender, we we found a house in Mesa that I actually bought from you guys. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Billy Bell. Yeah. And so we bought the house. We took it down with hard money mm-hmm. in his name. Okay. So I had my crews come in there, we fixed it. It's all the new stuff. Yeah. Grays, whites. It looks crazy, yeah. right? Bought it for 175, right? And so what we did is we fixed it. And then once we fixed it, I had, I'd already talked to my, my lender and my son, Zach was already getting qualified with the lender. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, and he's 21. He's now, now he's 23. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's been a year year and a half ago or so. Yeah. So what we did was at the same time, and this was all planned and organized, right? So the house got fixed. He moved into the house. Mm-hmm. The lender ordered the appraiser, appraiser mm-hmm. to come in, yep. praise the house, yep. right? Praise for 265, mm-hmm. right? He bought the house for 210, mm-hmm. financed out the hard money. Yep. The hard money went away. He yep. got paid. My son got a house with zero money down, mm-hmm. no closing costs, mm-hmm. a brand new house, mm-hmm. and he's got 50, In 60 equity. equity day one. Ring that bell. <laughs> 
that is incredible. Isn't that awesome? That's incredible. It's a true story, man. That's incredible. True story. I think that resonates with a lot of people yeah. that are looking, you know, they have small kids. Yeah. They've, they've got this thing growing. And, and I mean, this is phenomenal. I mean, what it's a crazy. great setup for, you know, what I, what I find is when you don't have all that stress of all that debt and all that interest yeah. coming into your life, all of a sudden you get the opportunity to do things that you really want yeah. to do, that you're really passionate about, what really brings you purpose yeah. and fulfillment. Yeah. And to be able to give that to your kids, yeah. what's better than that? This, I mean, that's the whole goal, this, this right? This house flipping entity yep. pays for the school. Right. Pays for the cell phones. Right. It's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. So then, so, so then I don't have to pay for it. Right? So, and, and just to give somebody an idea... How many deals a month are you doing wholesale? How many are you doing flips? How many flips um, do you got going on right We now? have anywhere. We, right now, we got like 25. 25? Yeah. yeah. Properties. 25 flipping. properties. It's crazy. Yeah. Yep. And we just, I told you before the show, we had like 32, 33 yep. going on, and it was really, really crazy. So, but yeah, and then we'll do anywhere from five, six, seven wholesale deals a month also. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. This is a combination of reverse wholesale. Mm-hmm. How are you getting your deals? How are you sourcing it? You know... TTP, yeah. we, do, we do a lot of other stuff that right. everybody else is doing. So yeah. uh, we get from other wholesalers and MLS and people bring us deals and uh, postcards and SMS and RVM and all, all the stuff that everybody's doing. How important is it to really like, we, we call it Jamil and Pace and I call it squatting up, Okay, right? Just really squatting up with people that you're competitive with, people that are in yeah. money, people that are entitled. People, yeah. You know what I mean? How important are the relationships that you've built? To being able to keep this thing going into the future. They're, they're key, mm-hmm. right? So, and the other thing, if you're flipping yep. and you look at it from that mindset along with wholesaling. Mm-hmm. So the flippers, you know, if especially here in Arizona, there's so many wholesalers. I don't even know. I don't know. What would you say? I don't know. In, in Phoenix? Yeah. In metropolitan Phoenix area. Thousand? Maybe. Maybe. So how many fix and flip guys are there? couple hundred maybe maybe yeah yep. right so you see the math yeah so if you're fixing and flipping there's opportunity yep. i think right now awesome right because a lot of the guys and that i know a lot and like in our mastermind they're like oh we used to flip we don't do it anymore yeah it's too hard yeah too many headaches yep it is but there's, there's opportunity there's, there. there's opportunity yeah. but nothing nothing that we do in our life like so I always say that I'm unemployable. You're probably unemployable. Oh, I couldn't go 100%. get a job. No. Right? But I've lived my last 20 years. This August will be 20 years since I, I bought my first subway that I was on my own. Yeah. Right? So I've lived the whole 20 years of my life that I've financed and funded everything that life takes. You yeah. know, every vacation and schooling and every, you know, band-aid and stitches for the kids and everything, yeah. cars and houses, like through our life that we created as wholesalers and fix and flip guys it's a great life yeah oh it's the best right it's not even close is there times where you're like man i wish i had that that monthly check right yeah. and but in the beginning you're gonna get better yeah you're gonna get better people like hanging out with people like you mm-hmm. right in yeah. your community yeah these people that are doing this that are scared right now there was times when i first started i was eating filet and i was eating ramen noodles mm-hmm. right and that pattern went for a while Right. And then things got better. Yeah. Right. And then I learned and I got, and I had better relationships and, and I started figuring things out, better systems and automations. Right. And then now your income, you can expect it. Mm-hmm. Right. Just like what you do. Yep. You teach this, right. Yep. You buy 
you get the education mm-hmm. that you provide, yep. right? And then all of a sudden it's a, it's a numbers game. You make this many calls, this many leads, this gets, many appointments, this many deals, yep. right? So it's the same thing. So then you, so then it's predictable. Yep. It's scary, but man, we're examples that you can do it. Yep. Right. It's Love not, it. it's not the easiest. There's yep. times when I'm stressed. There's times when the guy that works at, you know, whatever job nine to five, he goes home. Right. It's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. He goes home and he wants to, you know, drink a beer and watch a game. Right. Yeah. We're sometimes answering the phone. Not people that are listening to this. Podcast. <laughs> it's not. But you know what I'm saying? Just, I mean, it's a right? small segment of the population. We're crazy. It people. is. But there's time. You're yeah. going to have to work at night sometimes. Right. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. It's not like on Saturdays, I go look at houses. There's yeah. time on Sunday. Well, if, if, if a deal comes up, I'm going to go look at the deal. Listen, if I want a shot of dopamine to my brain yes. and get me pumped up at 7.30, 8 o'clock, whatever at night, it would be when the calls were coming to me, something of somebody saying, hey, I just signed the contract. Oh, my gosh. Hey, I just, I'm ready to sell it now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's so exciting. It I don't care what time of day it, it is. is. It so just true. excites your life. Because you know, one, you're solving the problem yeah. of the seller. There has to be a problem. And two, you know, I have the opportunity to match it up with amazing people yeah. that are going to do a fix and flip or keep this yeah. in their portfolio or whatever it is. It's just the, yeah. it's the best business it ever. Is. It so is. let's touch it because you, you did something incredible. You put all of your thousand deal knowledge into a package yeah. that people can check out at fixandflipforlife.com. Yep. Fixandflipforlife.com. And that's really... We don't in wholesaling game. We don't we don't coach fix and flip. We don't yeah. go into it. We're talking about getting the foundation in real estate business yeah. from getting deals from sourcing opportunities. Yes. So you put something together and tell tell us a little bit about it. And yeah, I mean it's a lot. A lot and you of have stuff. a discount for everybody. Yes, for your all, yeah. your all your students. Just the rhino tribe. I can't, I can't the, no, tribe, the, the tribe. The tribe. The tribe. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the stuff that we talked about, it's in there. So, you know, we're going to show you how to how to source the, the money. We're yep. going to show you how to find the deals. A lot of the stuff we use is what you use. Sure. We're going to show you how to find the contractor. You know, we're going to show you what education to get and books and stuff that are good sources to basically get your mindset right. Yeah. And then we're going to show you how to build a team. Awesome. Like a lot of it in our business, you have a good team. And that's mm-hmm. that's the difference between being a solopreneur and then making it to the next level, not getting those phone calls at night was that transition of the team. Like, mm-hmm. so my the team that I have around me is, is an awesome team. Yeah. Right. Yep. So, and it's, it's a process of you letting go and, and building that team. So it's something that I've wanted to do for years. Yeah. Like I, I feel like all the mistakes that I made and everything and the story that I have, I feel like I just wanted to put it on, put it awesome. in information together to, to basically help people out. Yeah. Like if I had this information when I started, so, you know, the, the millionaire, uh, real estate mindset, the mastermind book or whatever it's called, yeah. losing it, but he has a chart in there about the millionaire real estate investment. Yes. The yeah. Gary Keller yes, book. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he talks about the, that chart in there where there's, you know, the, the zero and then there's up top. And he talks about when you're getting stuff like education, you're starting here instead mm-hmm. of starting here. Mm-hmm. I started here. Yeah. You probably did too, right? Yeah. Did you yeah. have help in the beginning? Yeah. Were you smart enough? I wasn't. I got a coach right away. I, I yeah, wasn't. I got a coach right away. So that was, yeah. yeah. This is why <laughs> he's here and I'm here, right? <laughs> no, that's great. So this is a question and yeah. I, I haven't even really prepped you for this, but okay. this is a question that people love me to ask and I love asking just okay. to kind of get your response because everybody's is kind of different. Yeah. Okay. I drop you in the middle of Iowa. Okay. Let's say Davenport, Iowa. Yeah. Okay. You don't have any buyers. You don't have anything. I give you 500 bucks and a cell phone. Okay. How do you get your first deal? 
Man, that is a really tough question. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, you know, and I have in, in the information, you know, that I'm providing for your students. Yeah. Uh, I have in there, there's, you know, 50 something, I think there's 53 ways to find deals. Yeah. Right. So they're in that list. There's a handful of them that are free. Yeah. Right. I'd start doing the free ones. Right. Okay. So okay. what's the main one? Give What's the main one? You got to talk to people. Talk you to people. Talk to people. So, so what, are you going to door knock? Are you I'm going to get a list. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to see that one of the biggest things that also the transition that helped me a lot was um, as entrepreneurs, you want to kind of be by yourself. You think you got this, yeah. man. When you go out there and just get yourself out there and talk to people, it yeah. changes everything. Yeah. Even like you know, you hate the people. Like I, I, you know, I go to a gym right every day, and I see these same people every day. Right, same people every day yeah. are there. Yeah, I go up and talk to them sometimes. Sure. Right, yeah. and I'm not hitting on people. No, no, no. There's dudes I go up. I'm like, this, yeah, yeah. There was this guy that was like big boy, right? Yeah, and he had lost all that weight. I'm like, hey man, I've seen you for five years. Good job. Right. How much you lose? Oh, like 55 pounds. I'm like, good job. Yeah. Right. So, anyways, you drop me off. I'm gonna go talk to people at restaurants. Uh-huh. I'm gonna go talk to people. I'm gonna tell everybody what I do, mm-hmm. right? And then I'm gonna I'm gonna door knock. I'm gonna do whatever sure. I can do for you know free. I'm gonna meet with real estate agents yep. and, then, and then you know ask them to send you ask, the ask, send yeah. me deals. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna if I can find online, I'm gonna get I online on Craigslist or whatever. There's free ways and all this stuff. But at the end of the day, one of the biggest things if you're in this business is just you might as well build relationships. Mm-hmm. Like whenever we're in this mastermind, when you walk in there, you're a face that I, like I cling to. Right. Cause you're good people. Yeah, sure. I've been around you. Yeah, you're honest. Too. Like yeah. I, I walk in, I'm like, I'm gonna go sit next to him. Yeah. Cause he's going to shoot me straight. Right. Yeah. But it's all about relationships. It is. It's not about if you're going to get in this deal and, and you're going to try to find, find out how much money you can get off yeah. this deal or this deal. And you're going to try to push it. I'm telling you right now, when that person goes and fix and flips mm-hmm. and he doesn't make any money, he's not coming back to you. Right. Yep. Right. Yep. So yes, you want to get a lot out of your deals, but you got to think about it as get your 10 buyers mm. and they're going to feed you for the rest of your mm. life. Take care of them. Awesome. Make sure they make money and you're going to make money. Awesome. Right. Awesome. Thank you, Brian. Yeah, man. That was incredible. Thanks, brother. And anybody, guys, if you guys are listening to this or you're watching it and you're interested in joining the most proactive group in real estate with this guy, it is the TTP program. Go to wholesalinginc.com forward slash TTP. That's wholesalinginc.com forward slash TTP. Scroll down, check out what it's about. Check out the testimonials. If it feels good in your gut, sign up for a call. I'd love to work with you personally. And that is it. Brian, thank you again thank you, so man. much. Thanks for having me. Guys, if I you are interested it. at all in Fix and Flip, definitely check it out. And guys, I love you guys. Until next time, I always encourage you to talk to people. See ya. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at InvestorGrit.com by joining the mailing list, as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.